the Athletic Podcast Network. This is The Update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll be joined by high school basketball coach from Moreau Catholic in Hayward, Frank Knight, who's an East Bay basketball legend from Fremont High School in Oakland. Coached there, played there, and then went on to play at St. Mary's. But he's doing something a little bit different right now with the basketball season on hold. He, as well as Lou Ritchie, the head coach of Bishop O'Dowd's basketball team in Oakland and former Bishop O'Dowd alum, have created their own little competition with basketball season on hold to see how many players they can get registered to vote here in November. It's a fantastic story. They're making strides in their community as well as at their schools while both continuing to teach here while basketball season awaits the arrival of 2021. It's Wednesday, October 7th. It's a pleasure now to welcome in a guy I consider a friend, a former colleague of mine, and he's repping Moreau Catholic pretty strong over in the East Bay. Frank Knight, Bay Area. I love calling you a basketball legend, man, an East Bay basketball legend, and you're doing positive stuff in the community. Frank, it's great to have you, dude. Hey, thanks for having me, uh, uh, Copeland, man. Hey, it was weird that we crossed paths at uh, Moreau Catholic, and you know, I, mean, I taught your brother and stuff, but I think everything happens for a reason, man. We end up being really good friends because of it, man. So thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah, man, and, and what excites me about this is when I went to Moreau, and this is not a knock on Moreau whatsoever, but there just weren't a lot of African-American kids there. We had the African-American Alliance. We had a lot of white coaches, a very diverse school in and of itself, but the fact that you have taken a leadership role there, you're a government teacher, you're the head basketball coach there, and this is sort of setting the basis for where we're going, but can you talk to me just real quick about how much the diversity towards the African-American community have changed at Moreau since you've gotten there? Yeah, I think that was one of the the, the main reasons why Lauren Leck hired me. I was hired by Lauren Leck and Terry Lee, and uh, Miss Christman was the athletic director. I think they just wanted to move the, the school in a different direction, in a more diverse direction that was kind of similar to the area that was, the school was in. So when they brought me in, you know, I was specific that, hey, you know, I'm going to have a lot of men of color on my staff, you know, a lot of African Americans, a lot of Latinos on the staff, I had a couple of Filipinos. I made sure that our staff kind of resembled the kids we were going to be working with too. But since then, since 2010, uh, we have a pretty big BSU now. Our school program in terms of diversity has changed dramatically. I mean, you can see it not only in the schools, you can see it in the sports programs. Man, the football team uh, looks different. The baseball team looks different. You know what I mean? The basketball team looks different. And we're much more competitive. It was just a fresher breath of air that kind of walked through the hallways, you know, last year and the year before. And, you know, watching, you know, the transformational things we've been doing at Moreau with, with all the kids, but specifically, you know, with the kids that look like me. So I was excited about that. So we're definitely moving in the right direction for sure. So the focus of this conversation is a lot about what's gone on in the world today revolving around sports, right? After the death of George Floyd or the murder of George Floyd, we saw a whole lot of stuff change across the sports landscape. And part of that is because we didn't have sports really, right? We got to focus on what happened with George Floyd because we were in the middle of this pandemic. And it seems like now that's sort of been reflected on the prep side of things, right? Where you and, and the head coach at Bishop O'Dowd, Lou Ritchie, and a bunch of other coaches in the East Bay have decided to sort of take this social justice thing upon yourselves and continue the competition, but in a different way in helping the community. Can you explain to us what's going on and what you guys are doing to continue the level of competition, but also trying to help kids in, uh, in changing the world into a place that they'll feel safe and comfortable in? The death of George Floyd changed a whole bunch of things, especially in America especially with the virus going on and the ability not to just get back into sport immediately. Usually these things happen. And then because we're back in sports with our favorite teams or we're back taking our kids to practices or we're back to 
you know, on the fields and baseball and stuff, we kind of just keep going on with our lives. And because there was no sport, we kind of had to sit in that for a minute. And that sitting in that for a minute caused a lot of things to move in the direction of moving in now. So I know it was a company called When We All Vote. They reached out to Lou right after the death of uh, George Floyd and was like, now's the time. Let's use the grassroots networks we have to try to uh, register as many people as possible to vote. Totally nonpartisan. You know, we don't care who you vote for, just being able to use your voice. So Lou reached out to me. He pitched me the program. By the way, the program is founded by um, Michelle Obama. And then she has about eight or nine people on her board of directors, all pop stars and, you know, major movers and shakers in, in industry and entertainment and stuff. And they were all just pushing the thing out to get as many people as we can to vote. So Lou reached out to me and asked me that I want to partner with him in this and, you know, see if we can get our teams registered and then get each of our players to register 10 other people. So that's how it started. And then he kind of like tagged me on Instagram and kind of shouted me out. And then the competitive nature, as you know, started to brew. You know, I was not going to allow Lou Ritchie and Bispo Dow to beat us in anything. We beat them the last three of the last four times we played them. Um, the last time they beat us, they had a pro on the team, uh, Ivan Rabb. So I kind of used that to get under his skin a little bit. But I said, sure, I'll challenge you. And then that conversation led to a conversation with Salesian and Mitty, girls and boys, and St. Mary's Berkeley with Coach Buck. And then it just kept going and snowballed. And now I think we have Dublin involved and we have a whole bunch of schools involved in this, just getting out the vote, trying to register as many people as we know, as you know, uh, getting them registered to vote. Even at 16, they can pre-register. So we're getting high school kids at 16 to pre-register and then 17 and 18 year olds to register and then bringing in people they know to get them registered just so they can use their voice. And, you know, it's one of those things where you want to be a participatory citizen in America. And that's really what it's about. We want you to be able to exercise, you know, your right. For those that don't know, Frank played basketball in the East Bay and then played at St. Mary's. You're from Oakland and played basketball in Oakland. And I saw you post something recently about one of the first teams that you coached. What was the high school you used to coach at, Frank? Fremont High School in Oakland. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's where I went to school. So I went back and I taught there for 10 years. Man, I was the social science chair, I was the athletic director and basketball coach there for 10 years. So it was awesome. I got to give back to my immediate community. The same school I went to school with. I taught with teachers who taught me, which was kind of crazy too. But and I think the post you're talking about, I took them, I was able to take them to Washington, D.C. And it was a great thing. We went out and raised the funds and stuff. And I took them two years in a row. Inner City School, Fremont High School, Oakland. Took them to one of the top tournaments in the country. Gonzaga, D.C. Classic Tournament. And we got a White House tour. Some of the kids had never been on a plane before. Some of the kids had never seen snow before. None of them had been to the White House before. So that was just an awesome thing. We walked down by Capitol Hill and stuff, just exposing them to something they had never seen before. And the great thing is, I think, I don't know if you were there, we had a reunion when I got my 300 win at Moreau. And of that team, nine of those guys came and celebrated at Moreau who went on that trip to D.C. And they're all great guys, man. And it's just basketball and sports in general, you can change the lives of kids, man. I'm just happy I'm able to pour back into some kids and I'm hoping when they get older they can pour back into some other kids and you know and that's how we can live forever my brother
That's exactly what I'm getting at here is, is I'm wondering about that. I mean, you were a young man. You were coaching these kids at Fremont High School. And obviously, the demographics of Fremont High School in Oakland are much different than that of Moreau. But you were looking to do the same thing. You were looking to lay a foundation for these kids to realize that using basketball, using your camaraderie, using your, your teamwork and your relationships that you've built with people can help change a community. So I'm wondering, like, when you bring this up to your players now and you're talking to these kids at Moreau, and a lot of this is done now virtually, right? You're doing these Zoom meetings with kids or these virtual classes. What's the feeling from these kids is it that they know they've got to make a change and that this is important you've got some kids as you said that are 14 15 16 17 and they can pre-register at 16 did kids back then at Fremont High School and the kids today are they dealing with the same sort of stuck in the mud feeling that I don't know where to go what to do how to register or do they even know that this is something that can make an impact a lot of them don't even know it's something they can make an impact and that's where the exposure comes from you know when you expose those kids to Fremont, Oakland, to Washington, D.C., to the plane, you know. We had a black tie dinner we had to go to when we went. First time kids could put on sports coats and stuff and ties. They didn't know how to tie ties. Once you expose somebody to something, I really believe that it sparks something inside them that want to know more about it. So same thing with the voting thing. A lot of kids, they're restless. They don't know what they can do, you know, and then the protest happened. So a lot of them got out and protested and stuff like that, which was good. So in my classes, we talk about what are the steps you can do to have your voice heard. You know, you can go protest. And I said, for some people, you can't physically go protest. You know, you're too old or you don't have the ability to. That's when you give money. You know, so you can also give money. You know what I mean? You can help other people. And one of the other things you can do is vote. So we just talk about all the things you can do in civic engagement to make your voice heard. So just getting the word out to all these kids that, you know, you can go and vote. And really on the local stuff, Adam, that's the really stuff we're talking about. The federal election, that's great. You know, president, that's awesome. But the local stuff is what really impacts, you know, us directly. You know what I mean? How much money the schools get in the areas we live in, you know, the freeways, the roads, and stuff as simple as like legalization of marijuana and, you know, Uber and Lyft and things like that. Stuff that impacts us dramatically at the local level. So, we really try to get them in, invested in the local you know, propositions and what's going on, what's going to impact them. And when you make it about them, they tend to move forward. Like, okay, this is, this is interesting now. It's about me and what I can do or what my sister can do or what my mom can do. Um, and when you really make it that plain to them, they seem to have interest in it. So I think right now I'm winning. I think I'm beating Bishop O'Dowd barely right now in terms of people who are registered. But, you know, they file it all on the website, whenweallvote.org. All the information is there and stuff, and I'm just excited I was part of this process. I thank Lou for challenging me and bringing me in, and it's been awesome ever since. And talking about everything that's going on, man, the basketball season, I can't let you go without a little hoop talk, dude. We know some guys that are playing college hoops right now. Damari Milstead, former Moreau Catholic Mariner out at USF this year, but they've had their season, obviously, put on hold at least temporarily. You guys are going to play in the spring, right, out in March? Yeah, we're going to play in March. Damari and those guys have just started their first practice, I think, a couple weeks ago, just getting on the floor. So we're looking forward to him. Uh, he's over at USF. He's got two more years to play. He registered last year. Great kid, smart kid going to actually end up with a bachelor's degree and a bachelor's degree from USF just from going there. So he's looking forward to his junior and senior year. And then we have Oscar Freire who came back. He registered the last year. He came back for his senior year now. He's going to be a senior at uh, Grand Canyon under uh, Bryce Drew, brand new coach this year. He's looking really, really good. And then, of course, you know, Terrell Brown, who's going to play overseas. Actually, he's trying. He had a workout with the Cavs and the Pistons, I think. And he's trying to get in the league. So 
a bunch of those kids make great kids, but, you know, help really turn around the basketball program at Monroe. And they're just, the great thing I like about them is that they're good people. You know what I mean? Like off the court, they're awesome. I talked to them. Amari had his birthday party at, at a restaurant out in um, Baroni's. I want to make sure I give Joe a plug. Baroni's out in um, Pleasanton a couple weeks ago, and I happened to be there, so I got a chance to, you know, hug him on his 21st birthday, give him a shout-out. The kids are just good kids, man, and, and that's what it really is the payment for coaching. You know, coaches and teachers don't make a lot of money, <laughs> really, but the payment is, you know, 10, 15 years later when you see the kids and, you know, they're doing great things. Like your brother is rapping and stuff, and I talked to him the other day. I sent him a message and said, your bars are getting immaculate, sir. And he's like, thank you. But just watching the kids develop, you know, become men, become young women, and just become good people. That's really the payment for it. So it's awesome to be part of their development, you know. And, and as long as I'm here to do it, uh, I'm going to try to continue to do it. You mentioned three guys who all got recruited out of Moreau while you were there. Uh, Damari, who you said's at USF, Oscar at GCU, and then Terrell played at, was he at New Mexico State? Is that where he was, the uh, the last school he played at? Yeah, yeah, he was at San Jose State, New Mexico State. Yeah, and then Brandon Lawrence, don't forget Brandon Lawrence. Brandon Lawrence is at St. John. So that was a really, really good group. Yeah, all four of those guys were on the same team, too, which is <laughs> it's insane that they all played together. How's the recruiting process been now, though? Now that, that you don't have a season right now, I mean, obviously some of these college seasons are going to get going later in the year or in the spring. How's the recruiting process been for getting film out on guys, for getting scouts out to you guys? Has that been a problem? Zoom has been ridiculous. Every Thursday, what I've been doing is I've been bringing in college coaches every Thursday to talk to the kids. Just the college coaches can't physically fly here or recruit because of the NC2A open period. What they can do is do Zoom meetings. So just been really reaching into my Rolodex of network of friends that I have who've been coaching since I've been doing it for 20, this is my 21st year doing it. And just having them come in and talk to the kids for 15, 20 minutes on a Zoom. So that's been really, really good. Been sending out a lot of film. We have a couple good seniors on the team this year. Uh, Mata Falai, 6'5", 6'6", kid, really, really good student. Been sending his film out to everybody. One of our better players, which is crazy, I don't know if you saw this, Caleb Elam Orms, who's a football basketball player, just committed to Cal this weekend. He's a five-star linebacker, big-time basketball player, big-time football player. Had Colorado and Cal in his top two. Decided to go to Cal, where his mom went. And he's still going to be an all-league basketball player if he have a season this year, too. So just being able to be in these kids' lives like that and watching them go and, you know, become great people and stuff. And hopefully we'll get to see these kids play in the league and Caleb's play on Sunday and stuff like that. Just, you know, just being part of their journey, man, is indescribable. So I'm just glad I was able to be part of it, man. We didn't even get a chance to get into the uh, to the football players, man, that, that you coached also. <laughs> Buddha Eisen playing in Northern Colorado for Ed McCaffrey. Like, that's crazy, man. So you've turned them out, man. It's been a blast, dude, watching you uh, uh, recruit players, get players in, and now help make the impact on the community, Frank. We can't thank you enough, dude. You're a great role model. And for anybody who wants to read this article, check it out. It's at thesfchronicle.com, the election scorekeeping, prep coaches urging their players to register to vote. Frank, thanks so much, man. Thanks, Adam. Always a pleasure to talk to you, man. Hey, you know I'm an A's fan, so I'm not going to really say anything about the Giants right now, but just go <laughs> A's, town business, East Oakland all the way, my brother. All right, man. We'll talk to you later, Frank. <laughs> all right, man. Great conversation with Frank Knight. Really thrilled to call him a friend, and, and we need more people like that. He's been posting a lot of good stuff. You can follow him on Twitter, at Frank Knight says. And if you can support anything that's going on with these kids, and if you can support getting kids or people registered in your community, you should do so as well. 
Don't miss exclusive in-depth coverage of this unprecedented sports season. Subscribe now and save. Sign up now to see for yourself the creativity, reporting, and storytelling that sets The Athletic apart. And if you go to theathletic.com slash the update, you can receive an all-access subscription for just $1 a month. Sports are back and you won't want to miss breaking stories on your favorite teams. So go to theathletic.com slash update to receive an all-access subscription for just $1 a month. Thank you to you, the listener, for checking us out today. A little bit of a different story we've done here, but we try to hit all different avenues, different corners of the sports world. If you've got a story you'd like to share with us, go ahead and drop it in the comments. Leave us a suggestion, anything you'd like to hear on the update. We'd love to bring it to you. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you're listening to us. A lot of fun stuff ahead this week. The 49ers looking to get back on the winning side of things. They get the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. We'll approach some of that on Friday, and then we'll talk a little baseball as the A's are underway in the division series. Enjoy the week. We'll talk to you guys on Friday.